Nadia, of the river, Pulanam, bank, Avishya, entering upon Gopi B, together with the Gopis, Hima, Kuo, Balokam, by its sand, Justam, Sir, Tarala, by the waves. Joyful Kumuda of the lotuses, Amoda, fragrance of Ayuna by the wind. Translation Sri Krishna went to the bank with the gopis to the bank of the Jamuna where the sand was cooling and the wind, enlivened by the river's waves, bore the fragrance of. He aroused Cupid and the beautiful young ladies of Raja by touching their hands, hair, thighs, belts, and breasts, by playfully scratching them with his fingernails, and also by joking with them, glancing at them, and laughing with them. In this way, the Lord enjoyed his pastimes. Text 47. The gopis became proud of themselves for having received such special attention from Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and each of them thought herself the best woman on earth. 
purport, the Gobies were proud because they had attained, as their lover, the greatest of all personalities. So in a sense, they were proud of Krishna. Also, the pride of the Gopis was a pretense created by Krishna's pastime potency in order to intensify their love for him through separation. In this connection, Srila Vishnu Chakravarti quotes Bharatamuni Natya Shastra Navina Vipralambe Na Samboga Pushtam Asnute. Direct contact is not fully appreciated until separation has been experienced. Lord Keshava, seeing the gopis too proud of their good fortune, wanted to relieve them of this pride and show them further mercy. Thus, he immediately disappeared. Purport, the word prasadaya here is significant. Lord Krishna was not going to neglect the gopis, rather he would increase the power of their loving affairs by making another spectacular arrangement. After all, the gopis were basically proud of Krishna. He also made this arrangement, as we shall see, to show special favor to the beautiful young daughter of King Urshabhanu. Thus, in the purpose of the humble servants of his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami Prabhupada, in the tenth, uh, to the 10th canto, 29th chapter, Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Krishna and the gopis meet with the rasa dance. So, uh, uh, Krishna agreed to meet with the gopis, and here it describes how he did that. Uh, so, they actually had contact here uh, in the beautiful setting of the bank of the Jamuna with its uh, uh, breeze filled with the fragrance of the uh, lotuses uh, and the cooling sand. Uh, uh, and then, of course, he. Uh, responded to them with his glances, his smile, his words, his actions, etc. Uh, and uh, then uh, noted here that he noted the, they were somewhat proud that they were with Krishna. Uh, and because of that, uh, he disappeared. And so this brings about the end of this chapter and then the next verse describes what happened when Krishna disappeared. Uh, so this uh, pride is not normal pride. Uh, in the material world we have pride based upon bodily identification and we uh, may have wealth or beauty or whatever and we become proud because of identity with the material body. Uh, so this is not the same type of pride. Uh, this manifests in the uh, particularly in Madhurya Rasa with the gopis or even the queen sometimes uh, in relation to Krishna. So actually there is a particular stage uh, in prema. We have prema and we have uh, more intense forms like sneha and pranaya and uh, we get man appearing uh, which means this uh, pride and anger. Uh, so in some rasas that does not appear, like in Dasya Rasa, they don't have this uh, man and whatever. But we find this appearing in Madhurya Rasa particularly. Uh, that sometimes they become angry at Krishna or they become proud, etc. Uh, so uh, that is apparently what happens here. 
there's a slight touch of uh, pride in the gopis that they are with Krishna. Now, of course, Krishna was with each one of them. So naturally, they would feel some sort of uh, pride in that. Uh, at the same time, we shouldn't think that uh, they are selfish in any way. Uh, so it's described that uh, particularly in Madhurya Rasa, uh, this idea that I'm the best devotee does not really exist at all. Huh? Uh, in some of the other rasas, like Sakya Rasa, sometimes the devotees will feel I'm the best because I touched Krishna first. Huh? Not that. But uh, the gopis are uh, on a higher stage, so they generally exhibit the utmost danya or humility, thinking themselves the most fallen of all. Huh? So they, they don't have this idea that I'm the best, that they think I'm the most unqualified for Krishna. Huh? Uh, so that's the unique quality of the uh, gopis in Madhurya Rasa. Uh, intense prem uh, combined with complete humility. Hmm? Nevertheless, we see there's an arrangement here of some sort of uh, pride. Uh, and later on, we will also see this manifesting in Radha. And then Krishna disappears from Radha. First he disappears and one gopi alone is there with Krishna and then he disappears from her also huh? uh, because he also detects this man or this pride in uh, Radha as well. Uh, so uh, this is of course is a, a pretext for uh, even greater love. Hmm? So this uh, uh, pride gives rise to a disappearance of Krishna. And in Madhurya Rasa, that separation is called Vipralumba. Hmm? In, other, in other Rasas, they don't call it Vipralumba, there's separation. It's called Vyoga. Uh, separation means the same thing, but in, in Madhurya Rasa, it's called Vipralumba. So, in this Vipralumba, then uh, we get intense manifestations of Prema which almost don't look like uh, prema at all. It looks like misery, so to speak. And we see that expressed in the next chapter. Uh, and then this is followed by Krishna appearing again. And then there's greater joy. Uh, so uh, this is the uh, sequence, you can say, of Madhurya Rasa. There is meeting and separation and meeting and separation continually going on in this way. Sometimes it is due to circumstance at the end of the Ras Lila. They have to separate in the morning and go back. So there's separation in that sense. Then there's separation caused by Krishna. He says, oh, the gopis are proud, I'll disappear. So that's one type. The other, of course, is the gopis make it angry at Krishna and refuse to see him. And so there's separation from, and Krishna feels separation from the gopis because of that. Uh, so uh, that is, of course, the uh, intentional separation uh, on the part of the lover. Uh, so various ways in which separation can occur. There's another type of separation that is not separation at all, but it, uh, they feel separation. For instance, in the um, when the uh, queens of Dwarka uh, are with Krishna, and they're actually playing in the water with Krishna, then they have, they, they feel as if Krishna's disappeared. 
and they feel separation. Even he's right there in front of them. Huh? Uh, due to the intense worry that he may disappear, then they suddenly think he's gone, even though he's standing right there. Yeah, so uh, that's another type of separation, uh, an illusion of separation and intense prema. Huh? So in various ways, uh, particularly within uh, Madhurya Ras, we'll find uh, separation with intense feelings of love. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, uh, later on we see Uddhava, when he appears uh, in Vrindavan and speaks to the gopis and then he sees uh, one gopi uh, talking to the bee in separation mm -hmm. uh, thinking the bee is the messenger of Krishna and uh, uh, having all sorts of conversations with the bee uh, so that is uh, again an, ex an extreme symptom of separation mm -hmm. so uh, in separation we get this in intense feelings arising and then this is followed by uh, Krishna appearing and then there's great joy so in the uh, Ras Lila here uh, Krishna disappears here first he refuses then he says okay you stay then he disappears here and they get all disturbed and then uh, he's in the forest with Radha and he also disappears from her and then the other gopis find Radha all uh, fainting on the ground etc and they search for Krishna and they all become uh, completely bewildered and uh, overcome with madness or unmada, madness huh? and finally they can't find him anywhere so they go back to the bank of the Jamuna as described here on the bank of the Jamuna there and they begin kirtan and then Krishna appears suddenly huh? so uh, and then after that after they have a conversation then the Ras Lila takes place, the actual Ras Lila takes place after that. So just to lead up to the Ras Lila we have this refusal, meeting, separation and then finally meeting and then we have Ras Lila. So within the Ras Lila itself there's this separation taking place. And after the Ras Lila is over then there's separation again because they must return in the morning to their houses. And then again in the evening, meeting again. So uh, there's continual separation and meeting, separation and meeting. Some of it is caused by the circumstances, the daytime or whatever. Other is caused by Krishna. Other is caused by gopis. And in this way we get some uh, different types of separation manifesting, which causes uh, increase in their prema. So uh, here there's actually Bharat Muni is quoted here saying that without that vipralamba then the rasa is not nourished properly, it doesn't increase properly. So the, here Krishna arranges for a separation huh? in order that the uh, rasa will increase to the point where they take part in the rasa dance. Huh? Uh, so uh, though this is the uh, description of the first night of the Rasa Lila uh, we see that uh, many incidents take place here uh, uh, and everything is not going does not go smoothly there is all these interruptions etc uh, and a lot of what we see is caused by Krishna himself Krishna refused them first of all after he played his flute and then here he disappears also uh, and later he appears again uh, so 
uh, Krishna himself is say, arranging this uh, in such a way uh, that there is separation followed by uh, meeting again. Huh? Uh, so we cannot completely blame the gopis for this uh, display of uh, uh, pride or whatever. It's also Krishna's special arrangement. Huh? So in this way, the pastimes take place. The pastimes, of course, uh, are continual. And after this point, they take place every night until Krishna reaches his 11th year. And then when he's 11, then he departs for Mathura. So it said every night, the pastimes take place. So we don't expect to have the same pastimes every night. The Krishna refuses, and then he agrees, and he disappears. There are... Uh, Variety. So this is only the first night that this happens. Other nights, other pastimes take place, not these particular pastimes. So this is just a sample of uh, the nights, taking the first night. Uh, uh, and it displays the uh, intensity of their love. Even though this is the, you can say, their first real meeting, uh, in this separation, they display the highest levels of uh, prema and separation. Uh, when we see the next chapter and their the various uh, responses to separation, huh? uh, we see that they are at very, very uh, intense level of prema, in spite of the fact that this is just the beginning of their relationship with Krishna. Huh. So, uh, which shows their uh, exalted status as uh, devotees. Huh? Uh, they have intense love for Krishna, and therefore spontaneously these different symptoms begin to uh, manifest. So, in this way, the, uh, the first part of the uh, Raslid is described here, this uh, introduction. Huh? This is again followed by this separation, and the separation itself is quite, say, prolonged. The description is very prolonged. Huh? And then finally, there is a description of the Raslila itself. Uh, uh, a detailed description of the rasa dance with uh, uh, full manifestation of joy in meeting. So these chapters are considered, the five chapters describing this rasa are considered to be the center point of the whole Bhagavatam uh, since it describes the highest rasa with the uh, gopis in Vrindavan. And here we get a display of the highest uh, symptoms of uh, prema as well, and uh, we also have a display of um, uh, skill in poetry. Uh, the descriptions used to describe here are very, very, uh, we can say, um, uh, skillful, and, and uh, therefore the acharyas. Uh, have lots of commentary on these verses because they have various meanings, etc., and various suggestions and the various words used. Huh? So in this way, the chapters themselves have great commentaries, not only by Gaudiya Acharyas, but all Acharyas have written upon these in Vallabha, etc., very elaborately uh, uh, because we have various levels of meaning also. And uh, the sentiments of the gopis and the sentiments of Krishna are quite complex uh, in expression, so therefore, uh, various shades of meaning are there, various interpretations of the words and the meaning are there as well.
is it that uh, when the primary rasa like madhurya rasa exists the secondary rasas can also coexist in that uh, devotee mm-hmm. the, the secondary rasas can also coexist uh, along with the madhurya rasa uh, well the some are contrary rasas the like uh, vatsalya rasas completely contrary so you cannot have madhurya rasa with parental affection as well completely opposite uh, others uh, uh, again are a little contrary like shanta rasa is contrary to madhuri rasa but it's very peaceful whereas madhuri rasa is very disturbing so again there's a contradiction yeah? so if a person expresses two rasas like this generally it's called rasa bas and it's not proper uh, and it's, it's, it's let's say um, we can say imaginary or contrary so it would not never take place so it's only the faulty imagination of the poet that describes these things <laughs> makes them like this of course there's exceptional cases as well but that's that's a general thing so some rasas cannot go together they're they're contrary so to put them together is called rasa bas uh, the rasa decreases because of that other rasas like dasya or sakya uh, to some degree they will nourish the main rasa so we'll find uh sentiments of dasya like for instance here the, the, the gopis say we want to be your maid servant or whatever like that huh? so a sense of dasya is there and sakya of course means uh intimacy uh with no feeling of great respect equals etc so that also also there within um uh the madhurya rasa itself there's the same type of feeling like that so they also express a type of sakya etc huh? uh but they we can say nourish the main rasa other rasas of course there explicitly there are combinations so we get dasi with sakya or sakya with a little bit of dasya huh? uh, which is quite common or you may get uh, dasi with some shanta etc a slight touch of shanta etc uh so there's mixture in other rasas as well uh uh but uh, uh usually there's one main rasa hmm? and the others would be secondary to that angry and all coexist marat the gopis become angry and in the previous verse they were glorifying his chivalry mm-hmm. they are the secondary rasa which i was trying to in the earlier verse they were talking about the chivalry you are i mean uh, they were glorifying his chivalry aspect yeah and now they are becoming angry mhm well the uh the secondary rasas are also there uh but within prema itself we get something called man uh, sneha pranaya man raga anuraga etc so it's some natural manifestation that takes place within madhurya rasa itself pride and anger uh but uh secondary the rasas will manifest if anger for instance because becomes prolonged for some time huh? then it becomes a uh, we call it a secondary rasa huh? and when it is very short it's more like a vibhachari bhava and when it is prolonged then it turns into a rasa and then we have the different elements like stai bhava and uh, vibhava anubhavas etc huh? uh, so it may go on for some time and then it becomes a, uh, a krodha rasa but um, that the krodha rasa and may manifest not only in gopis but in other um rasas as well uh 
but uh, within the spiritual world, this is not the same as the Kroda in the material world or uh, anger against demons because rasa means it's favorable and it's between favorable persons the two who are devotees so yes Krishna is angry at a demon but that's not a real rasa as such <laughs> it's, a, it's an we sell an upper rasa or something like that <laughs> Uh, it, it's a, it's a uh, uh, because it's not devotional at all. Hmm? So we do find anger between how how it arises between devotees. It's not real anger, but we'll find uh, a manifestation of anger, like Balaram with Krishna sometimes becomes angry, yeah? or we find the cowherd boys maybe fighting with Krishna and show anger, whatever. So it's not real anger. It's like a a, a false anger. Uh, as, as they also have virya and other secondary rasas manifesting where they fight with each other like that. but it's actually their devotees so it's, 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 uh, in this way it's, uh, that's the real uh, krodha secondary rasa yeah? with regard to the for instance gopis prema <clears throat> does the intensity ever increase or is it does a standstill or it can fluctuate Oh, yeah. It fluctuates. There's different levels. Sometimes it is, uh, we see there's, uh, you know, sneha, pranaya, man, rag, anuraga, mahabhava. So it's not always at mahabhava. It, sometimes they'll manifest uh, raga or anuraga, etc. So there's, and of course, mahabhava is more intense. So it, it, it fluctuates between different intensities according to the uh, time and the situation within the pastime. Devotees are the gopis are considered to be so advanced. Uh, for instance, in the case of separation of the gopis, how do they uh, identify with the nama of the Lord? Uh, how, do, how do they identify with the name of the Lord in separation? For instance, sadaka, there is no difference between nama and... Uh, well, we find that uh, the name, of course, is prominent there in all times. Um, we find when the gopis, uh, when Krishna disappears here and they can't find him, they go to the bank of the Jamuna and they chant his name. They do kirtan. And then Krishna appears. <laughs> so that is a, a celebration of kirtan, the power of kirtan to bring Krishna. Uh, and they're chanting in separation, uh, in separation from Krishna. Uh, and they're calling out his name and then he manifests himself. Uh, so in other words, kirtan in separation is powerful enough to manifest Krishna. So it's, it's the highest process in that sense because it manifests Krishna. But again, Indra becoming proud, that's also considered to be the arrangement of the Lord, which is, the, I mean, the Lord's divine potency arranges for him to become proud. Here also we see the gopis becoming proud, that's also the Deva Shakti. Is there a difference in those two categories, Maharaj? Is there a difference? Between? Uh, Indra becoming, becoming proud is also the arrangement of the Lord in one sense. Yeah, uh, and here the gopis becoming proud is also uh, by the will of the Lord. Uh, yeah, of course it's a little different because intrinsic to Madhurya Rasa is this man, one of the levels. Huh? We have sneha, pranaya, man, rag, anuraga. So it's one of the uh, manifest natural manifestations within Madhurya Rasa itself. Uh, the pride of Indra, of course, is different because he's in Dasya and. Uh, generally uh, is completely contrary 
for a person, a Dasya, to become very proud and to think he's more powerful than Krishna. So it's a complete contradiction. <laughs> so uh, it's not it's not the same. It's not intrinsic to Dasya that type of man. It is contrary, actually. Uh, so this is a, a, we can say an appearance as if material, almost material pride in his position. Uh, so that's an arrangement of the Lord for his pastimes. Also, look at just as Arjuna forgets himself in the battle of Kurukshetra and throws down his bow and arrow, etc. That's Krishna's arrangement again for certain pastimes. Uh, Magaraj, uh, when uh, Lord Krishna can disappear from even Radharani, um, that means he is uh, not answerable to anyone. According to his whims and fancies, uh, um, he appears and disappears. Then um, when uh, Radharani uh, branded him that he is a sinner by killing a bull, then where the Krishna Kund was created, then he tries to give explanation to Radharani that he is not, not a sinner by bringing all personification of uh, Ganga, Saraswati and so many rivers so that he bathes in. So how, how do you explain uh, both that here uh, uh, he is trying to give explanation to Radharani when she branded him that he is a sinner but on the other side he disappears from Radharani once she gets pride so how do you explain both ends what's the relationship between the sin and the disappearing Oh, well, yes, Krishna for his pastimes, he can often do anything and make any arrangement, uh, as we see here, disappearing. Uh, but ultimately, uh, even this is in relation to devotees. Why does he disappear? Uh, to increase the prema of the gopis. But the increase of the prema of gopis actually is related to his own prema. So in order for him to experience prema, you can say that he also disappears. <laughs> so therefore, his, his own activities are also related to uh, the prema of the gopis. So in that sense, he's under their control again, ultimately. And in the pastime with the appearance of Radha-kund and Shama-kund, of course, this is, we can say, pastime. Ultimately, the Lord is never sinful or whatever. Uh, whatever he does is, uh, I can say, pure. Yeah. And uh, a demon, whether he takes the form of a bull or not a bull, doesn't really matter. If he's going to afflict living entities and devotees, then uh, if somebody kills that, de that demon, there's, there's not, not a real sin in one sense. Uh, uh, but the accusation is made by uh, Radha and the gopis as a part of the pastime to uh, uh, illustrate, we can say, the cleverness of Krishna, how he can escape from that type of accusation of uh, killing a bull, etc. And he does that very nicely uh, by responding to, uh, let's say, her desire to uh, have another kunda. But uh, you are explaining about uh, different kind of separation. Uh, you know, when 
Krishna and Gopi together, Gopi no, Gopis knows this, you know, Krishna is going to separate from us soon. So this um, you know, thought might destroy their happiness or pleasure, whatever right now they are getting. In the material it happened, you know, like suppose, I'm giving one example, suppose now today is a Monday or today is a Sunday, although tomorrow someone has office, but by thinking that tomorrow has an office, means like it's like a separation if you take it. So this might spoil this enjoyment also maybe. Well, that is a quality, uh, particularly uh, in uh, Madhurya Rasa. In the other Rasas also, uh, it's expressed that even in meeting Krishna, there is suffering. Why? Because they're thinking, oh, he's going to leave again. <laughs> so in their experience of bliss in meeting Krishna, there's also a tinge of suffering within that. Uh, the worry that Krishna is going to leave again. Huh? So that's there in the inhabitants of Vrindavan in general. Like Krishna is here, but he's going to leave again. He's going to disappear again. Like that. Huh? It becomes particularly intense, of course, with the gopis. So uh, that is, uh, we can say, one of the uh, looks uh, apparently contradictory elements there that within meeting there is also pain because they're worried about separation. But that's part of the rasa again. Huh? So it is the same kind like, you know, like you are actually the fourth kind. Although Krishna is with them, but they are feeling separation. That yeah. one. Yeah. Like, you know, there is a one called Prema Sarovar. I don't know. Prema said that Madhumangala saying Krishna is not there and rather than started crying. Mm. The same kind of same kind of separation you are saying? As the uh, you're talking about the uh, when the person is there, the feeling of yeah, separation. Person is there, but yeah. you know, just only Madhubangal said that Krishna is not there and rather than started crying. And okay. she started running. Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? Although Krishna is with her. Uh -huh, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well that that's an uh, uh, I can say a similar type of thing. Huh? Uh, we find in the case of the uh, uh, of the gopis or with the queens in Dwarka, there's no uh, you can say uh, reason in one sense for not seeing Krishna, huh? uh, but simply the intensity of their love is such and their worry is such that he will disappear that they don't even see him. <laughs> they think he's gone <laughs> when he's right there, simply because of their anxiety that he, he will disappear. That he's gone. And they begin to lament, and he's standing right there. And there's no like arrangement or trick or anything involved at all. Uh, Mahesh, uh, so the Lord performs pastimes. Uh, the primary reason is to give pleasure to the devotees or to experience the pleasure? Well, there's two things are simultaneous, more or less. Uh, like in, in, when Lord descends to the material world, we say in our Maharaj, like Lord comes primarily to give pleasure to the devotees, that is primary and secondary is to annihilate the demons. Yeah. So, like if it is simultaneous Maharaj, then how do we understand about Atma Rama? Huh? I mean, if, if, if both are simultaneous, then how do we understand Atma Rama? I mean, like Lord is self-satisfied, but then he, he is... No, well, Krishna is the enjoyer, so... Uh, Krishna experiences bliss, uh, uh, so he gives bliss to the devotees, and he experiences bliss. We can say each causes the other in one sense. One is the cause of the other, mutually. Maharaj, and uh, I mean the holy name is non-different from the Lord. So when we say that it is non-different from the Lord, does it mean that chanting the holy name will also 
I mean, by chanting the holy name, also one can experience uh, the emotions and the feelings like which gopis are uh, experiencing in Raslila. I mean, the physical emotion of feeling. Can that be also relished by chanting holy name? Is yeah. it? No, that, that's the conclusion that uh, uh, chanting the holy name brings to the highest level of realization. Even phys without physical contact, still that can be felt. Mm -hmm. Without physical contact of Krishna, still that can be felt. Chanting the holy by chanting the holy name of the Lord. Like well, if one chants, then one realizes Krishna, so then it becomes present. Chanting Hare Krishna Mahamdina Sankirtan Yagni is. Together, when someone ch uh, devotee chants chant this Hare Krishna Mahamdina, is compared to like a Rasalila or something like that? Oh, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur compares Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan and Navadvip to the Raslila. That's Lord Chaitanya's, not, not, not our Sankirtan, but Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan in Navadvip. <laughs> 